Hello, and you're back at the podcast, She Who Believes. And of course, I'm your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Just as every week, I am so super excited to be with you guys today. I'm excited always about God, about his word, about his promises, and about the power to choose to believe God, to just take him at his word. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, But before we go into the title and the points and the the bullets that God has given me to cover with you guys today, of course, we're going to do what we always do first, and we're going to make our declaration. That declaration is from Luke 1 and verse 45, and I will be reading it to you today from the English Standard Version. Um, Again, you can do this declaration from any version you choose, whether you go ahead and just grab your phone, iPhone, uh, iPad, whatever you're going to grab, grab it, choose whatever version of Luke 145 you choose. The only thing I ask you to do is to just believe it, to believe God, to believe him. Man, I, I wish that I could somehow communicate effectively the importance of just believing God. So grateful for God not allowing me to lose the ability to believe. Um, I shared with you guys before in previous podcasts about how that was the thing that I often got picked at most about um, from family members, people near me. Um, I felt like, as I think about it, probably like Joseph probably felt, always sharing dreams, sharing visions, sharing things that God had spoken to me and having people laugh at me um, and think like, they, they literally would say to me, man, you believe anything. I even had an uncle who would always say to me, if you clean the tub out, I'll buy you a dime. Or he would uh, say, if I do this or if I do that, he would give me money. He lives with my grandparents and um, he just, he did. And I just, I still just believed him. I believed at his core, he was a good person. I believed he was kind. I believe so many things about him. Um, But each and every time to this day, he's never given me a dime for doing any of those chores I did for him. Um, But nevertheless, God didn't let me lose it no matter how many times I was disappointed. And it's not because there's something so great about me, but because he has given every man a measure of faith. And I thank him for never allowing my faith to fail me, that it would not leave me. He has said even to Peter, he says the devil, um, he basically told him the devil wants you. He sets out to sift you like wheat, to destroy you, to beat you, to separate you, to, to tear you apart. He says, but I've prayed for you that your faith fail you not. So I'm just grateful that though I might have had many Joseph seasons in my life that God saw fit to not let my faith fail me, that he prayed for me. And I want you to know if you're listening to this podcast that I have to pray for you and I will continue to pray for you and pray that you will stand on your faith, that you'll exercise it, that you'll allow it to expand, especially in a season such as the one that we're, we're um walking through and no I said walking through in this season in this earth that you will allow your faith to grow to expand some of you are at home and you it seems like the whole world has stopped no money coming in um but God has blessed it where some things have stopped uh even though the bills are still coming they're on pause and so in this season of being on pause God may speak to you about some things and he may say step out on faith and do this 
or purchase this and start this business or start this podcast or record this song or do this or do that. I'm asking you to just believe God. He knows what's going on. He knew this would happen before we got to this moment, but he is still God. He still has a plan for you. His purpose did not change. I am determined that every single thing that God spoke to me about last October, about this year that was coming, the promises, the visions he gave me, the dreams. And he said that certain things were going to take place in 2020 if I dared to just believe him. And this girl said, Lord, I believe you. I trust you. And for every single thing that I've just submitted obedience to him in and just just said, Lord, I trust you. I believe you. I don't know how. And this looks this way, but you gave me your word and I'm going with that. He's fulfilled those things in the timelines. He said he'd do it. Not in the ones I made for him, not the ones I tried to box him into, not the me saying, okay, well, you said you do this. And well, then I should have been married already. And I should have had the millions already. And my businesses should have blown up or no, I trust you do it. However you choose God, I trust you. So anyways, here we go. You should have had enough time by now to get your Bible and get to Luke 145 and the place where it says either she or a woman, uh, depending on your version. I just need you to put your name in there to just speak that word, declaring it for your life, because this word, no matter how many years ago that it was inspired and written. It is still true for us today. It still holds its self-same power and our God still reigns. So here we go. Again, I'm making my declaration from the English Standard Version. And here we are. And blessed is Vivian who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Believe God. Believe his word. Trust him. Trust the written word that you read and study and learn about him. And trust the spoken word he's spoken to you. He's going to always send confirmation when he speaks a thing to you. You don't have to beg him for it. He's going to send it. Sometimes he'll send it by a stranger. Sometimes it'll come quickly. Sometimes you'll have to wait on it. But I promise you he's going to confirm his word. There will be miracles, signs, and wonders to follow. Well, speaking of, excuse me, words. I am going to let you hear a few words from our our faithful, faithful sponsor, Sparkly Clean Services. We thank you, Mr. Leonard Hayes, for always supporting She Who Believes and just every ministry I put my hand to. You've been a supporter, whether out front or in the background, and I thank you for that. So anyways, listen to Sparkly Clean Services. And if you're in the Tampa Bay area, do not hesitate to give him a call. He is Tampa Bay's number one detailer, pressure washer, pool service. They do windows. If you can get it dirty, they'll get it sparkly clean. So listen to my, listen to our sponsor and we'll be right back with you. the eyesore in the parking lot do you park your car in the garage so no one knows that you live there or is the water in your pool green if any of these things are you don't worry our team will get you sparkly clean give us a call for your mobile detailing pressure washing and full service pool care needs at 727-678-6478 and we'll make your life sparkly clean. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we're back and I want to thank you again for being here on this episode of She Who Believes the Podcast. And I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Well, I also want to share um, with you guys something that has just um, really blessed me and um, has really just... It's just been a blessing to my spirit as God just continues to speak to me about believing him, about trusting him, about taking him at his word. And um, so today's title of the podcast is The Pro-Choice Christian. Now, before you start judging me and you start saying, whoa, how can she say she's pro-choice and you give me all of your opinionated responses, I'm going to tell you do not email me text me or any of that at least not until you've listened to the entire podcast so today I want to share a verse with you it is Joshua 24 14 through 15 and again I'll be reading this from the English Standard Version today again you can read from any version you want I'm not that person who is uh, who says hey you gotta you know there's only truth in the King James or any of that No, read whatever version helps you understand God and understand his word. As long as that version does not um, add or subtract from his word, then whatever it takes. Um, I I use the message version. I use whatever version I'm actually led to that gives me a better understanding of what God is speaking to me in that moment and what he wants me to understand. There are times that the Lord will lead me to a scripture and even tell me the version to use because he I've previously maybe in the past asked him to give me a more revelation on the verse or he just decided that hey today I'm going to bless you and answer that desire of your heart to give you an understanding of my heart in that way so anyway use whatever version you choose but again I'm reading from Joshua 24 and the verses are 14 through 15 English standard version they read as follows now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. (laughs) So there's a power in choice. Now, many of you, as I mentioned before, when a person speaks of uh, being pro-choice, the first thing you'll think of is abortion. Um, When you hear these words, whether you hear pro-life or pro-choice. Now, for me, as a young girl, I was in high school and I honestly was the only teenager who joined the pro-life group that a member of our church started. I thought nothing of it until just most recently when the Lord was speaking to me about this podcast. And after many reading many pamphlets, watching videos, um, reading and researching on abortions, it was no a no-brainer to me um, to choose life. Yet I would hear the other sides of the arguments. Um, I, I listened to them. I hear I would hear people say it's my body. I get to choose. Um, ooh, I'm gonna try to stay on point because the Lord says that our body is the temple of God. And um, well, they would say, it's my body, I get to choose. And they would ask valid questions like, what if I was raped? What if my child has something wrong with it or has a possible illness that could be leave them paralyzed or leave them um, in a state of retardation um, and those types of things. Then there was always the, uh, the, 
the fa- the question of how old should the fetus be before it is illegal and you know on and on those questions went now I want you to know this is not a, a an abortion promotion or or any of those things but um just stay with me and although um again many of the other points of pro-choice were valid death over life never just seemed to be able to settle in my spirit it just didn't sit well with me but then there's the question do we take away a person's right to choose then I would have told you that it was not their right. It was the right of the child for which they were carrying to make that decision. And since they could not, um, that they could, they should not take that, 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 um, choice away from them. I would hear others say, well, you know, you knew what happened before you got to this place. But then again, it would be in a circle of running round and round and round of who's right and who's wrong. But it always came back to the question of, do we take a person's choice away? Now, not until this very moment, the moment in which the Lord was downloading um, the message he wanted me to share with you today, did I really, really understand the power of choice and why it is so important and why God has made it his thing to remind my children, uh, to, to use me to remind my children as they were growing up that they could choose, that everything in life is a choice. And I know sometimes I've driven them nuts telling them, but you choose, you get to choose. And they would say, but mom, you don't understand this person did this, this teacher did this, this is what happened. This is not fair. And I would always come back and say, you get to choose. It was only because then I thought it was clear to me. But again, even more so, God has given me additional revelation. God has shown me um, that he has always given us a choice to accept him as our savior or to not. But that he's not going to ever force any of us to do so. Not because he doesn't want what's best for us or that he only wants particular people to be saved and others to not. He said, it is not my will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But unless we truly make this decision on our own, we will never, ever be committed, truly committed to the lifestyle of Christianity and holy living. Now, holy living is not about the man-made rules and traditions of what people think it makes you holy. I'm not talking about those things. I'm talking about the sold out commitment, the choice to just be obedient to God. I know that that choice is not easy. And I do not sit on the other side of this microphone and tell you that every choice that you have to make for your life or for God is going to be easy. But what I will tell you is that it's worth it and it's required. He has given us a, a choice and its power has blessed my life. The fact that he's given me the choice has blessed my life. Um, <clears throat> wow. Here we are in another moment where I did not intend to share any of my business with you all, but I'm going to be obedient to the Holy Spirit because as I said that the God gave me the power to choose how it blessed my life immediately, he dropped in my spirit a moment in time when I was facing a choice, um, My home situation was not always the best um, between me and a particular parent, but, um, and I, and I found myself in a situation of just really needing to be out of my parents' home. And so I had already decided that I had certain options and the, the most feasible option was at me, for me at that time that I saw was to enlist in the military because that would pay for school and all of these other things. Um, but nonetheless, I was presented um, with an opportunity the person considered it to be an opportunity I had actually um because I was late and many of you who know me probably chuckles um I was late um to class to meetings and I don't know I was just late (laughs) and a teacher um actually would give me detention 
you know, you have so many tardies and you get detention. And, um, but instead of her giving me detention this time, Miss Para Byron made my punishment that I had to become a member of Future Business Leaders of America chapter at our school. I thought it was a waste of time. I had been told that I was too stupid to do certain things. I wasn't smart enough that I needed to forget about all the dreams that were in my head, the pipe dreams of being a writer and all of these other things and just accept that all I needed to do was graduate from high school, get a job and help pay bills in my household where I currently lived. But Miss Para Byron, I promise you this woman, God used her because she opened the door for me to see just who I am to be able to accept and know that the desire in me of knowing there was more for me really was for me and she saw in me some things that I couldn't see in that moment and even though I felt lost God walked me through them and I thank him for that and Miss Para Byron if you should ever ever hear this podcast know that I love you know that I appreciate you know that you are always in my thoughts and my prayers and that I ask every day that God blesses you your family and that you will never lack for anything in this life and that you will always know that God is for you so out to him completely and continue to serve him and let him use you to bless others so anyways I'm gonna try to get back on track even though that was definitely on track um she she punished my punishment was to become a member of the future business leaders of America so I thought I would just show up for the meetings do my time and all of that well there was another extenuating circumstance to this being my punishment I had to make sure I attended every meeting um, for the rest of that school year. But then I also had to become, um, um, I had to become an officer in the chapter. And so it was like, really, Miss Byron, is this really what you're doing? So um, anyway, um, all of the other offices were um, taken up. I think the first year I ended up being treasurer. Note I said the first year because that wasn't the last year that I did it. The next year I volunteered. Um, but in this particular year, um, man, she pushed me, she pushed me over and over again. I ended up having to attend a, uh, um, something, a a meeting in, um, a a district meeting in Orlando. And then Miss Byron made me run for, well, she didn't make me, but she kind of did make me run for, uh, vice president of our district for the overall district to be the vice president of future business leaders of America. Wouldn't you know (laughs) that, um, I honestly ended up being the only person who ran, but they didn't have to vote for me. I ended up finding out. Um, anyway, long story short, I stood up, I wore my suit. I still spoke my speech as if I had to debate with someone else in reference to it. I presented my, 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 my cause, which God had given to me. And, um, I stood there and even though they could choose to not vote for me or to vote for me, I was voted in. I'm sharing that because, um, (laughs) choices is everything. So let's get down to the, the real choice. So it seemed like I didn't have a choice. Like sometimes it might seem like you don't have a choice even now and being quarantined to your homes and stay at home and safe at home and better at home and whatever they're called. I don't really know all the names of them. I just know that I got to still do what God's calling me to do, um, in the ministries he's called me to, but, um, you feel like you don't have a choice. And I might've felt like I didn't have a choice in that moment, but later, um, I was approached by an individual who's, who's, who came to me and said, Hey, my father saw you speak. And he said, there's something about you and he likes you. He says, there's power in you. There's, um, you just have this cheap. They didn't know to call it an anointing because they were not of God at all. Um, 
but she says my dad wants you to work for him and um I stood there and I looked at her and I thought well your dad owns an ice cream shop and um eventually I think I said that to her and another person chimed in and said no the ice cream shop really isn't all he's into and so anyway they went on to explain all of the other things that her father was into and basically I was offered an opportunity to not only um have a lucrative job which was extremely lucrative for a then um I think I was maybe 16 at the time um, I graduated I was barely 17 graduating from high school so this was I was probably about 16 and she said hey you know my dad is willing to um, even give you a house a car and he just needs you to run his business um, which was not quite an, a, a legal one and um, I could have made the choice at that time because I wanted so bad to not be in the situation that I was in and I saw how I could have used the gifts and talents that I had to really grow this man's business, both his legal and illegal ones. But I had to make a choice in that moment to say no. It was something I knew in that moment that the Lord revealed to me. This man, all of the things that that man saw in me, being a hard worker, all of those things, he saw those things. And God let me know in that moment. He said, all those things are true, but you have to decide to either choose to use them for evil or for good. And the one thing I knew about myself, my father had instilled this in me, both my heavenly and my earthly father, was that I must work as if I'm working unto God, that I must work in everything I do to the best of my ability. And that's just something about me, those of you who know me, that I will always do everything to the best of my ability, not for show, not for com competition, but because that is how I'm built. That's who God created me to be. That's who my father on earth Lawrence Bell Sr. raised me to be so I would have gone into this business and I would have head first walked straight into hell literally because that's what would have happened but it's all about the power of choice so choice and its power has again blessed my life because it, it allows me to get up every morning and to choose life I get to choose life over death I get to choose life over death and my peace and love and my finances and ministry and business and whatever I do, I choose life for it. And I believe the word of God when he says everything that I do shall prosper. And when God prospers you, it's never any lack in his prosperity. There's always abundance. Lord, I bless you. I get to choose to the truth of God over the lies of the enemy. No matter how many times the enemy attempts to whisper those lies to my spirit, I get to boldly look down at him and declare that my God's truth is my heritage and I will walk in it. I get to choose salvation, life eternal, and abundant earthly life as well as a heavenly one. I get to choose freedom from generational curses and I also get to choose to speak that freedom ahead thousands of generations to those that shall come after me so that they will never ever again have to deal with, live in those generational curses of our past 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 tense they died back then you know I have so much faith and belief in God that I've even asked him that not only have I asked him to bless thousands of generations to come to bless my future grandchildren one of which he has been so kind to allow me to write letters to her even now before she will ever be born maybe even a decade before that time he's given me words to give her but I believe God so much because he's God he's eternal he there's no time set for him he stands in all time so I thought God God, if I can speak and you've told me that there were people before me that prayed for me and I'm walking in their prayers. So 
if my prayers can move forward, but you're God of all time and you're in that moment in the past where you heard their prayers and you manifested them in this season for me and my prayers have already manifested in that season for my future generations. And Lord, I'm going to ask you to go back and kill this thing where it started. Kill this generational curse. I don't care who didn't have the courage to kill it then, Lord God, but Lord, I'm asking you to go ahead and kill that thing back there. Though they pass from this life, this time side of life, I still know that you're God enough to kill it. So it has no effects, no residual effects to stop it in its tracks. And I believe he's done that. And so I'm going to get back on, on, on point with the choice. But again, I believe all of this is just on point because God is just directing it. And I'm just giving way to the Holy Spirit. I get to choose freedom from generational curses, as I stated. I get to choose to cast down imaginations and to create new strategies of consistency that bring Break cycles of poverty and low self-esteem, lack, and all of such evil things or such things that are set out to destroy the people of God to keep us from our, our purpose and our future and the blessings that our Heavenly Father planned for us since the beginning of time. I don't know if you know that He chose you way back then when He thought you and when He thought you, you existed. So when God thinks a thing, it already is. When He speaks it, it performs everything that is in the atmosphere in this world has to line up and perform what He said because everything He said is truth. So we get the power to choose to be consistent, to to walk out the strategies he's given us. We get the power to choose, the power to choose Jesus. See, today I've chosen to be she who believes. Past what I felt when I woke up, past what came against me in this day, I've chosen to believe the word of God. I choose to believe God. I choose to be she who believes the she of Luke 145 the she of today the she of the future the she of tomorrow that will leave a legacy of faith in this earth the pro-choice Christian who daily chooses life that is who I am I am Vivian Bell the host of this podcast she who believes I'm the one who will pray for you who has prayed for you and who expects miracle signs and wonders even in this season. For we as the people of God shall flourish in this famine. It is in Jesus' name I declare it, and so it is. Be blessed today. Choose. Choose God. Choose life. Choose to believe Him. And choose to be courageous enough to walk out what He's directing you to do. Choose to be obedient. Choose to be the pro-choice Christian that chooses life. Thank you.